You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody, welcome in. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you here on a Tuesday on the Big Talker 1700. Great show lined up today. Uh, Cyclone fans, get ready. Coming up at 420, Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert, will be our guest. We'll move then to the NBA playoffs at 440. John Cannon will join us, John Cannon Sports. Uh, that's again at 440. For Hawk fans, 515, John Bonencamp will be our guest on the Hawks. And then Trent, uh, we're going to, uh, what, replay an interview that you had with Ken today on the Ken Miller Show featuring Trent Condon. Uh, and this is going to be on the uh, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. Is that right? Yeah, we uh, had an opportunity to talk today with Brian Orolko with the uh, Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. So that's coming your way. Brinson, I know what you were doing there. You're reading the rundown and, and you didn't know how to pronounce Orolko, right? I got you, right, Brinson? You, as there we, you go. As we were going through the rundown there, you didn't know how to say Brian's last name, so you left it up to me. So you wanted to hear me say Brian Orolko, and then you were going to go with the next. I, I know what you were up I, to over there. I, I, that's exactly correct. I just <laughs> didn't want to. I just didn't want to mispronounce it. I wasn't sure if it was Orolko or Ilroko. Yes, it is. One of those two. Okay. One of those two. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) We we had a really good conversation with him and and answering a lot of the questions that were out there, you know, about what this means here in the state of Iowa and and when it's going to happen and what it's going to be as it pertains to the casino side. Is the lottery going to get involved? So there are, as we talked about, there are just so many different pieces to this puzzle that we're trying to put together and, and figuring out how this is going to look going forward. Some of it is speculation, but somebody like Brian certainly can can help us connect a lot of the dots that are out there. So we had a really good talk with him, and we will uh, replay that again coming up at about 5.40 this afternoon before we get out of here, Jimmy B. It's, it's a conversation that is dominating the landscape, not just nationally, but here locally. Sports wagering coming to a state near you, and luckily for us here in the state of Iowa, for people like me, it will happen here. Not as quickly as I would like. I, I wish we were like New Jersey and we were ready to go right away, but it will be coming soon. Did you see in New Jersey now uh, at the racetrack, they believe that they're going to be up and running like within a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And they've already, they've already redone their uh, sports bars to uh, simulate a sports book. And they're, uh, they're, all they have to do now, Trent, is just get the equipment in, and they'll be ready to go. So New Jersey, uh, which was one of the states that was on this thing from the get-go, because that state is in such dire straits, uh, and they're looking for ways to raise more uh, money, uh, and they felt that this was the way to go. And they've been in this thing from the, from the very beginning and pushed it and pushed it and pushed it. They had already had their vote. Trent, I think there were like, what, four or five other states that have already voted and, and passed to also institute uh, sports betting within their states. And then we'll have to see how many other states follow suit. Right, right. And, and I was towards the front of the list, though. They're yes, going to have to are. wait uh, for the state legislature to get back together before they're going to be able to do anything officially. There are some other states, though, including Mississippi, I know, is one of them that yes. is going to be uh, very quickly behind New Jersey. 
New York also going to be a, a part of it, it looks like, early on. Hey, it's going to be happening, and there will be some places that that won't provide sports wagering. You look across the landscape, you know, it's kind of funny, Jimmy B, because for me, I remember very vividly when this state lottery went into effect, and it was a huge conversation piece in the late 80s, and, and by the early 90s, it was a part of the lexicon. I, I remember that well, and and both sides of the debate. But it's crazy to me. I mean, we're talking going back 30 years that that mm-hmm. still today, there are plenty of states out there that don't have a state lottery. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, growing up out west and working out west, the state of Idaho uh, put in the state lottery and then accepted, of course, the, the national lotteries as well. Utah, on the other hand, since it's uh, pretty much run by the Mormon Church, doesn't have any of that, and nor will Utah Institute Sports Betting. They won't do that either. However, Trent, the biggest buyers of lottery tickets are the Mormons in Utah. They travel about 30 miles across the Idaho border where there's a small town, and they go in and buy their lottery tickets at AM, PMs, or 7-Eleven, you know, whatever's there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it is one of the busiest, if not the busiest, uh, I guess, convenience store in the country. Yeah. Because Salt, Salt Lake City's pretty good size. It's around 2 million people. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ogden and Logan and Provo and, and all of those places right around it. I feel like I'm doing a road trip here. And all they have to do is drive about 30 minutes north there in Idaho, and boom, here comes the uh, the lottery prize right there. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that reminds me of another story, uh, one of the highest concentration of pornography is in hmm. Utah. Hmm. I imagine that. Well, interesting. Yeah, very, very interesting. When you said that, it reminded me of a story that I read years ago about that very thing. Uh, very similar. Everybody has their vices. For me, yep. it is sports wagering, Jimmy B, and, and I'm excited to uh, talk more about that. In fact, uh, coming up tomorrow, our old friend Lee Sterling is going to be stopping by. We will talk with Lee awesome. a little bit about the implication for him and what he's doing. He's got to be just uh, he's got to be extremely happy oh, about yeah. this one. Also, Brett Smiley, who's been doing a lot of reporting and a lot of work on on this case really throughout the last few months, he's going to be joining us in the four o'clock hour. Excited to talk with him. Uh, he's got a couple of great articles, kind of explaining a lot of things. It's SportsHandle.com uh, and dealing with the Supreme Court sports betting ban. So we will be joined by him tomorrow on Thursday's program. We're going to have our old friend Chris Andrews from the South Point Casino get that Vegas perspective from a sportsbook director. So a lot of different avenues, a lot of different ways that we can go with that, Jimmy B, and we will. But I I guess there there are real sports being played on fields right now. Is that that true? you got to help me out. That is true. Because I've been absolutely – I've been knee-deep in sports (laughs) wagering. So what's happening in sports? (laughs) <laughs> well, in uh, afternoon baseball, there's only one game currently in progress, and in the bottom of the sixth inning, San Diego leads Colorado two to nothing. Two to nothing. Bottom of the sixth, San Diego, Colorado. The Cubs are sucking pond water. They're not in first place in the National League Central. They're in about fourth place, but they're only like two and a half games out. And those Milwaukee Brewers are in first place in the National League Central. In the American League, 
Trent's Minnesota Twins Jim, are Jim, below Jim, 500. Jim, 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 what? You don't have what? to read the standings. Anybody that listens to I'm our program. I'm not reading them. I'm not reading them. Well, I'm not reading them. I just, I, I just know them in my head. Okay, I'm not looking okay. at them. Well, anybody okay. that listens to our program knows how to find, find the standings. I wasn't really searching for the baseball standings today. Oh, I, I, was, I was looking for oh. something a, a little bit deeper, some thought, something provoking, something more than that because there, there is things going on. So that's what I was looking for, not for you to uh, read off what, what the standings of Major League Baseball are today. Well, Minnesota Twins are only like a game and a half out, and they're not even at 500 because that division is terrible, and Cleveland is 20 and 20, even 500. Okay, enough of that. Trent, I will be dialed in this evening. Uh, the Fighting LeBrons, cleverly disguised as the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, in Boston tonight. Cleveland just got their hat handed to them in Game 1. I don't see that happening in Game 2. And also tonight, it's the uh, game in the Eastern Conference for the NHL, Washington-Tampa Bay. And right now, it is 2-0 in favor of the Washington Capitals over the Tampa Bay Lightning Ovechkin and company, this seems like it's finally going to be the year that Ovi makes it to the NHL Stanley Cup final. If that's the case, I will be extremely happy. I have loved that guy ever since he uh, entered the National Hockey League. He is such a tremendous goal scorer, and the way he goes about his business game in and game out. And he never really could ever get past the Pittsburgh Penguins. They finally got over that hump, and now they're taking it out on Tampa Bay. I was excited last night when the Vegas Golden Knights won in Winnipeg against the Jets. I'm sure Ken Miller was highly disappointed, but that series now is 1-1 since Ken is from Winnipeg, and the Jets are his team makes for an interesting series. So from that aspect, that's where I am. I'm good. You you are something. That that is for sure, Jimmy B. You are absolutely something. So last night, uh excited. You get locked and loaded, ready to go. You're watching Rockets and they face off in their matchup against the Warriors. And I tried to tell Jimmy B yesterday it's it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. We can Go back and we can try to find, you know, the way that you're going to unseat this team. Hey, maybe Harden goes off, has a great game, maybe he scores 40 points, and Chris Paul has a double-double. Well, those two things happened, and it didn't matter. And it, it really, it doesn't feel like it matters in the NBA. And this is this is the time of year, or at least for me normally. I, I'm into the NBA. I'm into the playoffs. I'm into the storylines. I'm all about it. And same thing for the NHL. Those are two sports that, for me, professional hockey and professional basketball, that I just I don't have a skin in the game during the regular season. But when we get to this time, when collegiate sports have slowed down, absolutely, it is the time that I start to dive in. But as I've been telling you guys, these last round of the NBA playoffs weren't very good. It's hard to get excited, really, as just your run-of-the-mill, everyday sports fan like myself, to get excited about Capitals Lightning, to get excited about Jets Golden Knights. It's not named brands. It is difficult for me to get into it, and I'm sure I'm not alone. In in this market, I'm sure there are a lot of like-minded people. If you're a hockey fan, you're watching. You're an NBA fan, you're watching. You're a sports fan, you're watching to some degree, but it's still the inevitable part of it, the the Golden State getting it done. But as I was sitting and watching last night, the one thing that kept coming up as the third quarter begins, 
And here we go again. Golden State is making their run. The Warriors, as they've done, seemingly game in and game out in the third quarter coming out and just put the whooping on. And, and as that's happening, as it's going on, I just sat back and enjoyed it. I enjoyed the greatness. Look, I don't like Kevin Durant. I think he's a punk. I think he's a punk for going to Golden State, a team that had won 73 games. I think he's a punk because just kind of his attitude, it bothers me. You know, I've listened to all his podcasts that he did with Bill Simmons. I still don't like the guy. You know, a lot of people say you listen to a guy and listen to him and explain things. You'll grow to like them. I don't. I don't like Kevin Durant. But I like watching him play basketball. Steph Curry, big fan. Always enjoyed watching his game. Finally healthy after the ankle injuries early in his career. He's a joy to watch. Thompson, absolutely. Draymond Green, same thing. I mean, he eats, he bothers me. But that team together, this is greatness. This is the 86 Celtics. This is the Lakers teams and Showtime. This is Michael Jordan and the Bulls of the 90s. This is absolute greatness. So I thought I could go one way, and I could go negative, and I could deride the fact that the Warriors are a team that seemingly is impossible to beat in the current structure of the NBA, where I can just enjoy it. And that's what I did last night. I enjoyed it. Now, part of that is also because I'm not a big Harden fan and the Rockets, but the greatness that they show, the, the beautiful brand of basketball. That's another thing. If this was a team built like the Pistons teams of the early 90s, you know, this was a team that just went out there knocking skulls together, but they were really good at it. That would be one part. But this, the way that they play, it's such a beautiful thing. And that's what I kept coming back to. As much as I dislike Kevin Durant and the Warriors as a whole, really because of Kevin Durant, it's beautiful basketball. Tonight, Cleveland, LeBron coming back, and we can get into the Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate, and I'm sure we will at some point. But what I keep coming back to, enjoy greatness because it can dissipate very quickly. Everybody thought the NBA was going to just continue on this upswing. Michael Jordan retires after a couple of years in Washington, and there was a big downturn. Yeah, you had Kobe Shaq, and you had some great teams during that time, but it just wasn't the the same. Enjoy greatness while you have it because we may never see another team constructed like this Golden State team. We may never see another player like LeBron James and the level that he's playing at right now. Enjoy the greatness. My message to you. We're coming back on the other side. Coming up, we're going to talk some Cyclones as Iowa State going out and about across the state in the athletic department with their Cyclone tour yesterday. Stopped down in Ottumwa. We'll get some thoughts on that from Alex Halstead. A lot of news and notes coming out from that to get into with Alex. As mentioned, John Cannon. We'll talk more NBA with him to finish up our number one. Then in the second hour, it'll be John Bonacamp. we got some Hawkeye talk coming your way then. And we'll wrap it all up with Brian Oroko from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission. All to come here as we take you up until 6 o'clock on a Tuesday. It's Jimmy B and TC. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. The Des Moines Menace soccer season is right around the corner, and we have a big event to kick things off on Wednesday, May 23rd at Exile Brewing Company. It's the 25th anniversary of the Des Moines Menace, and they're celebrating in style. The first 250 rupees poured will be just 25 cents. Jimmy B and TC will be broadcasting live from Exile May 23rd to kick off the Menace season. Tickets, giveaways, players and coaches on hand from the Des Moines Menace. All at Exile Brewing Company. May 23rd from 4 until 6 o'clock and 25 cent Ruthies. Ah! 
Ruthie today. Enjoy your exile. Sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief. The best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima tax relief for a free consultation. Call 800-825-9744. 800-825-9744. Optima Tax Relief. Right now at the Home Depot, select special order Anderson and American Craftsman windows and patio doors are very easy to get into. They're 15% off. Anderson means quality, and at these low prices, neither you nor your home have to wait for an upgrade. So now's the time. Get into the Home Depot, because this could be the opening you've been waiting for. Select Anderson and American Craftsman windows and patio doors. 15% off, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Vowed through May 16th. See store for details. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun out in the sun here at Camp Sunnyside. Learn more at EasterSealsIA.org. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. 
Warm weather is going to be here before you know it. And if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the Gak and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level. No more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. It's time for your daily dose of Cyclone coverage on 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Jim and Trent here on the Big Talker 1700. On Tuesday at this time, Alex Halstead joins the show. 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Alex, good afternoon to you. Always uh, good to have a chat uh, conversation with you. The first question, of course, is Wigington. Andrew Wigington, what have you heard, and have you heard anything on his progress as far as getting workouts in with NBA teams? Yeah, so Wigginton, you know, last week had a couple of workouts. He was in uh, Los Angeles with the Lakers earlier in the week, and then uh, later in the week was in Atlanta with the Atlanta Hawks. And so he's had two workouts so far, but now it's going to be probably a slower week this week because uh, the NBA Combine starts in the- starts, I think, tomorrow, and he wasn't invited to that. And so uh, the latest on Wigginton really is that he's had two workouts, and Steve Prohm said yesterday that um, he doesn't know what's necessarily coming up because of the combine and, and teams want to get through that, but there's between seven and ten teams that would still potentially like to bring him in after the workout. So all signs are that it's going to go up until May 30th because even if he knew he was coming back today, he's probably going to go through some of those workouts because it doesn't hurt to – to do that so he could still have several more workouts in the next you know 14 days or so uh, but mostly after the combine ends this later this week you know it's going to be uh fun to see him when he's back in an iowa state uniform as most people anticipate but is there it didn't ever feel like there was a great chance he was going to go do you think that ch- these chances increase with the number of workouts that he's going to have or are you still a pretty firm in your belief that he'll be back in an iowa state uniform I still think he'll be back in Iowa State uniform. That's kind of always been my thought, but there have always been at least a little whispers that the chance for Wigginton to go to the NBA are more realistic, at least than some people I think give credit for. I think a lot of people, when it first happens, like, yeah, it, would make se- it makes sense for him to test the waters and go through the process, and he'll be back no matter what. And maybe he'll get advice to come back, but I've always kind of heard at least there's at least some percentage chance where people around him say, you can go and you can make it even if you're not, you know, this early pick. And so I do think there's this, there's still an outside chance he does end up going, but my opinion is still that he'll probably end up getting the feedback to come back. But these workouts, you know, I think more and more and more NBA teams are starting to take advantage of these workouts and looking at guys for 2019, you know, looking at them for the next mm-hmm. class instead of just saying, oh, let's not bring guys in. And so I think that's probably part of it. But, you know, all it takes is a team to tell him maybe he's at least a, 
you know, early second or something. And I, I don't think he would be for that, but I think there's at least a, a you know, some percentage chance that that could happen. Give me the uh, Cyclone starting lineup if Lindell Wigington returns to the uh, to the Iowa State uh, Cyclones. I, I'm just curious what your thought process is on what that possible lineup might look like. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple different options they could go with. Obviously, I think you'd have Lindell Wigington at the point guard. Um, you know, the two spot would probably be, you know, right off the top of my head, uh, Nick Weiberbab, and you'd have uh, Mario Shayak at the three. And then you could probably go to Solomon Young and Cameron Lard at the four and the five. So, you know, Wigington, Weiberbab, Shayak, um, Solomon Young, and then Cameron Lard. But I think there's some possibilities there. I, I, don't, I don't foresee, you know, Taylor Horton Tucker starting from day one, but. You know, maybe he does have talent to work himself into that conversation later on, and and then I think Michael Jacobson at the forward spot, you know, could compete with, you know, Cameron Lard and, and um, you know Solomon Young, depending on what they think. Because I, I've you know heard that you know he's looked really good and he'll be more of a veteran presence next year. But that's probably what I would go with. You know, the big question is if if Wigginton does go, first of all, what do they do with that scholarship, and then you know what does that lineup look like? But probably not a discussion even worth pondering for a few more weeks until we know for sure. Well, Alex, uh, there's been talk of some basketball scheduling discussions happening with the Big East. Of course, next year, the Big Ten is going to 20 conference games. The ACC, a year later, is going to be following suit. So, uh, leading to the conferences that are a little bit smaller, the Big 12 and Big East, just with 10, maybe looking at a a scheduling alliance. What's the latest you're hearing on that, and uh, how quickly could that come together? Yeah, so for the Big 12, you know, they already play each other twice, and, and so they're playing the really probably what is the maximum 18 games. I mean, sure, you could go, try to go to 20, but then you're playing a team three times, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And so while the Big 10 goes, like you said, next year to 20 games in the ACC, and I think the Pac-12 and SEC are considering it, although they haven't had formal plans like the Big 10 and ACC, you know, Jamie Pollard said yesterday the biggest challenge then is trying to get, you know, home and home games or you know non-conference games with high majors because when when leagues like the ACC and the Big Ten go to 20 games it's going to affect their non-conference schedules which in turn is going to affect conferences like the Big 12 who you know typically schedule those schools non-conference so uh, they already have the SEC challenge which guarantees you know every Big 12 school at least one high major on their schedule so um, that's one which gets you to 18 plus one is 19 and then Jamie Powers said yesterday that the Big 12 and the Big East have had discussions, not necessarily like an SEC challenge, but just discussions about a scheduling alliance um, where they would play each other, those conferences would play each other. Obviously, both leagues are smaller. Um, but, you know, the, the Big East does have, you know, some firepower, especially up at the top, you know, Villanova, uh, Xavier, Creighton, Marquette, Seton Hall, Butler. And so they've got some really good basketball schools that would make sense. And then if, if you did, you know, kind of go into a pact with them, that would give you another really quality basketball game in your non-conference. And that gives you at least 20, what, you know, Big East, technically most of those are probably high major type type schools. So gives you 20, and then that doesn't include your holiday tournament. And for Iowa State, that doesn't include Iowa. And so, like Steve Prohm said yesterday, if they could get to that kind of agreement with the Big East, plus the SEC Challenge, plus playing Iowa every year and going to mm-hmm. Maui or, you know, Florida, you're guaranteed 24, 25 high major games, which is where they want to be. 
having a conversation with Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert right now. All right, take me to some football activity on the recruiting front. What have you got? Update us. Well, right now, you know, things have slowed down. I think that's mostly by Iowa State's design. They've got seven commits in the class, but it's looking like they're probably going to try to, you know, end around 18 or so. And so that only gives you 11 more commits, and we're only in mid-May. And so I think it's a situation where they don't want to go up too early and then all of a sudden say, well, you know, say, say you're full by July and, you know, August, September, October roll around. You're seeing kids in season that you really like, kids that you could have waited on. You don't want to be full. So... Matt Campbell's philosophy, I think, has always been to kind of set a little bit of a foundation, but always leave a few spots open. He really likes to evaluate senior film and be able to be patient with some, you know, high, high-end, four-star type prospects that have Iowa State in their picture. And so, while they have seven, I think they're trying to maybe inch a little bit higher than that. But by the time we get to the summer, I think they're going to want to still have several spots open where they can wait on a Jarrell, you know, four-star running back Jarrell Brock or. Um, near four-star running back Brees Hall from down in Wichita, Kansas. You know, they, those running backs are moving at a slower pace. Iowa State wants to be able to be patient with them, but they've got to make sure they keep spots open. And so things are moving slow right now, but I think there's probably three targets they'd love to take right now, um, and all of them are in the Midwest. You look at, you know, uh, Illinois linebacker Michael Janzi right now. He told me today Iowa State's still number one. Uh, West Virginia is there. Missouri's offered now. He's going to go to Purdue this weekend and then Missouri next week and could decide soon, but they're in a good spot there. And then Grant Fiber in South Dakota is a guy that Iowa State was off, offered first, and then shortly after Iowa State, other schools kind of took a look at him, and now he's got Vanderbilt, Oregon, Missouri. But they're, they're kind of pushing for some Missouri, or I'm sorry, uh, Midwest kids right now, but I think eventually we're going to see them slow down once the summer gets going. So uh, I know, Alex, you made your way down to Ottumwa for the uh, the little travel series that Iowa State does. Uh, all the coaches, athletic director, Jamie Pollard there. A couple of different things that come out, including the schedule is set for football through 2024. Of course, nine conference games in the Big 12 and uh, set up pretty well. UNLV back on the schedule. I know that's certainly music to Cyclone fans' uh, ears a chance to go back to Vegas to see a football game. Yeah, so, you know, this is kind of the slow time of year where you kind of just have some odds and ends stuff. And we've kind of known Iowa State's public schedule through 2019 or 2020, but I just asked Jamie Pollard, you know, have you guys scheduled out much further? Because we're seeing, you know, I think Notre Dame scheduling series for like 2028, okay. which is crazy. But in, fo- in college football, we're seeing schools schedule way out anymore. And he did say, yeah, their non-conference is scheduled out through 2024, which means – really their schedule because you're always going to play the, the Big 12 schools. And so, um, yeah, you know, this this year they're, they've obviously got Akron at home. The next year they have Louisiana Monroe at home. But then, like you said, they've got a home-and-home home with UNLV in 2020 and 2021. And the 2021 trip is, first of all, it's at UNLV. And so it's a trip to, I guess, Las Vegas, if Iowa State fans go to that. But it's also going to be at their, their new $1.9 billion stadium that, both UNLV and the Oakland Raiders will play. And so I think that's yep. yeah, definitely an intriguing road trip. And then uh, later on they've scheduled then I think for 2022 and 2023 home and home with Ohio. And you're seeing more and more schools start to schedule home and homes with MAC schools. Uh, Iowa State's done it with Toledo. They'll finish one with Akron this year. Then now they've got Ohio. And um, I know there was a little bit of a fuss last year about why Iowa State had to go to Akron, but I saw this year that um, Miami's going to be going – to Toledo, and so I think it's just becoming more commonplace as the the MAC has gained a little bit more steam and as one of the better group of five schools, or, or I, I think I guess. 
Yeah, I think you'll start to see that a little bit more because uh, now with with what we were talking about and and the changes uh, of schedules and how many games now that you will play in conference play, you may have to do that. One thing, though, when you reference the uh, UNLV situation, I bet a lot of schools are calling UNLV right now. Just so, uh, and their fans are calling their particular school and say, hey, play UNLV so we can do a roadie in Vegas and go to that new stadium. I just got a feeling that uh, UNLV is going to uh, attract a, a much better quality of non-conference teams coming in to play them just because of that. Yeah, I think they're, they're definitely using that to recruit. You know, obviously I think they've probably always used, you know, Las Vegas a little bit to try to recruit a particular type of kid, but they're, Definitely using that new stadium to recruit. You know, when I researched a little bit uh, of the stadium today and writing that schedule piece, they're they're using that to recruit the 2019 class, which will be the I think the first class really that will play most of its games in that new stadium. And then Iowa State was probably a little lucky in terms of you know getting that on the schedule early. I think they put they did that series with UNLV back in like 2015 because you're always scheduling so far out um, that they're actually going to be playing there. I think it's going to be the second season of that new stadium. And, um, you know, cool opportunity, I guess, just to go to play in a stadium like that. You know, it's um, I've seen some of the renderings, and it's, you know, I don't know if it'll be quite like Jerry World, but it kind of rivals that in terms of the money they're going to spend on it. Alex Halstead joining us, CycloneAlert.com, part of 24-7 Sports. And uh, a couple of other things that you were able to pull out there from your conversations with, with Pollard, with Prome. What uh what what other storylines you thought came out from uh, your conversations yesterday in Atomwa? Well, I asked Matt Campbell after the event, just kind of as an off the wall question, because I still get asked about it on the message board, is uh, when they're going to unveil their their new uniforms? Because mm-hmm. some fans have asked me, you know, will they do it in time for you know official visits have now started? Iowa State opted not to do official visits in the spring; they would prefer to do them in June, which they'll do some in June and then mostly in season and. We're seeing school, that's a whole other story, but we're seeing some schools use official visits early. Some kind of stick to their traditional schedule. Obviously, it's going to bring someone in June, and so fans have wondered, you know, will they get to use that as a kind of recruiting tool in June? And, you know, Matt Campbell told me within the next month or so, they're hoping that they'll, have, they'll be able to release their, something of their new uniforms to um, do fans. He said they're waiting on the final piece from Nike. Um, so that was, I guess, one interesting thing. Uh, Jamie Pollard, um, Talked a little bit about the Big 12. Right now it's projected that um, when they put out the numbers later this month, every Big 12 school will get about $34 million uh, this year from revenue from the last year, and that does include for the Big 12 Tier 3 rights, so money that Iowa State makes from Cyclones.tv or Texas makes from the Longhorn Network. And he said their projections right now have them pretty solidly. Um, revenue-wise, they're going to be third out of the five major conferences, obviously behind the Big 10 and SEC. So, you know, he feels like they're in a good spot there um, financially. And I don't know, I haven't had a chance to sit down and read it yet today, but there's a story that came out from CBS about how the Pac-12 is kind of struggling a little bit right now. And it's weird to think, but, you know, several years ago, I think everyone was talking about the Big 12, and the Big 12 might be in better position right now um, than the Pac-12. Well, there's been an awful lot of talk that the – uh, Big 12 might start cozying up again to Arizona and Arizona State uh, if indeed the Pac-12 begins to struggle. I, I can see that happening uh, just because the quality of play in that particular conference over the last few years has been poor and they haven't been able to get their television network uh, on hardly anything. 
So from that aspect, I, I could see I could see a situation where the commish is on the phone to Arizona or Arizona State saying, "What do you think?" I, I I mean, wouldn't you take that? I mean, it would move you back up to twelve teams. The revenue split would be different, but they would be two high-profile teams. Yeah, that that those are the two schools that have always kind of been brought up when people talk about potential scenarios down the line, and it's hard to it's 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 will be interesting to see kind of how it plays out because if, you know, nothing might happen in, in the college football landscape until even the new TV deals around, I think, 2024. So it could still be a while, but it but it's interesting to see some of this stuff pop up, and that's one area because I think a lot of people assume Arizona and Arizona State, if, if any kind of expansion ever happens, or I guess realignment is the better word, that those two might be tied together in a similar way that I think we saw at one point Oklahoma and Oklahoma State wanted to be tied together. So... Um, it would be interesting. And Iowa State's recruiting Arizona a lot more right now, uh, partially, I think, because they've got some connections down in Arizona and also um, because those schools have had coaching changes, and that's kind of the prime time to to try to you know get into those areas is when you're establishing a relationships just like other schools. And so um, maybe that would pay off for them as well. Alex, out of time for today. We'll do it again soon. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you guys later. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Sports at CycloneAlert.com. We turn our attention from the Cyclones over to a little NBA. Our buddy John Cannon, he joins us next. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill our mission. Sponsored by Walgreens. Spring is in the air and so are your allergies. Visit Walgreens today for brands like Claritin and get non-drowsy 24-hour allergy relief. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. That's the sizzle of McDonald's new hotter and juicier 100% fresh beef quarter pounder burger. Sounds good, right? Hold up. You can't hear that mouth-watering sound or taste that beefy, melty, cheesy deliciousness until you order yours because that's when they cook it. So if you want to hear this, followed by this, mm. hit this. And turn into McDonald's now. McDonald's new hotter and juicier quarter pounder burgers. So good, they'll leave you speechless. Hotter and juicier compared to prior quarter pound beef patty. Available in most restaurants in contiguous U.S. Not available in Alaska, Hawaii, and U.S. territories. Hey, hey, it's Flo. And you know what word I've never understood? Top hat. Aren't all hats on top? They're like the toppest part of every outfit. Unless I've been doing it wrong. That's why I stick with simple words like flotection. It means the sense of security you'll feel when your new home is protected by home insurance through me and Progressive. Also, there shouldn't be a top hat unless there's a bottom hat. Wait, is that what underwear is? Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. 
To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now at Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623.18. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. We roll all the way till 6 o'clock. Jim and Trent right here on the Big Talker 1700. Always fun when we do a little NBA and John Cannon is on the show. A self-professed Golden State Warrior apologist, but he doesn't have to do any apologizing right now because that team has hit its stride and is most likely on its way to another title. John, how are you, and what did you make of last night in Game 1 at Houston? You know, it it, uh, it seems like it was just not that long ago we were all talking about this wonderful playoff we were going to have. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> the Warriors First got round healthy. fizzled. No. Second round, really super fizzled. And, and now uh, I hope the East, you know, gives us something. 
when you when you looked at at Houston, I felt in order for the Rockets to be at least have a pulse in this series, they needed to win game one. Didn't happen last night. Now do the Warriors win four straight, or do you think that the Rockets can rebound and at least make it interesting by winning game two? I think the Rockets have a game in them, and maybe even two, where, where they hit all those threes. You know, and, and if they do that, they can win. You know, when you shoot as many threes as they shoot, if you hit 15, 18, 20 of them, you know, that's 60 points. And that's the kind of math that the Warriors did to people three years ago that they weren't used to. Although the numbers weren't that high, it was like 10. People would go, wow, that's 30 points just from three-pointers. How do you compete with that? Well, the Rockets you know, go way past that. And I think what happened, Jimmy, is we kind of got a little caught up in the, the Rockets are better defensively than they've been this year. But they didn't play teams like the Warriors in most of those nights. And if they left a guy open on the wing the guy was as likely as not to miss the shot. And they looked terrible last night after made baskets. I mean, Jimmy, they could not catch up with the guy they were supposed to guard after made baskets. The uh, other thing here that's being talked about from last night in Game 1 is the isolation-heavy offense that they run, that the Rockets run, and just how it's not going to work here. You said it. It's simple math. If, if the Rockets get hot from the outside and do their thing, they at least have a chance. But but for them to try to go back to the drawing board and completely change and reinvent who they are, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Playing that way certainly isn't going to beat the Warriors. The one way you can do it is just to outshoot them. It's incredibly difficult, but that's their only realistic hope, right? Yeah, but their three-pointers have come this year, Trent, generally from... Paul and Harden penetrating mm-hmm. and then kicking out. And the Warriors have made an obvious decision to not double Harden or Paul. And, and if he gets, you know, they get to the rim, they get to the rim, and they get two points. But they're not going to let them, and I think especially in Houston where the crowd would, would really go crazy, they're not going to let them throw the ball to open guys. And so when Harden did kick the ball out last night, he kicked the ball out to someone that a defender was a step away from. And that's the difference, is that when you're shooting three-pointers, if you can get your feet set, and there were a couple, Green had a few and Gordon had a couple, uh, where they got their feet set and there wasn't a guy that close and they hit the three. But it didn't happen very often because the Warriors really made sure they didn't get too far away from those guys. And they were, they were right there to, to close. Uh, and, and that's going to be the challenge. Is Harden is going to have to score 60 on, on points in the paint and his own three-pointers. Because that's step back three. I mean, that's unguardable. So they do have it, that. It is. But they're just going to have to really hit their shots. But the, the main thing is defensively. They, they have to pick up the guy they're supposed to guard after the made baskets. I mean, the Warriors are tough enough in transition after you turn the ball over or you miss a shot. If you're not getting back after made baskets, you're going to have a really long night. John, I, I tweeted out last night, four All-Stars will always beat two All-Stars. Is it getting to the point now with four All-Stars on one team in the starting lineup that it may become somewhat boring in the NBA? Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid that it, it will. And, and it looks like Clay Thompson is ready to give the Warriors a hometown discount to stay there. And that's not what the rest of the NBA wanted to hear. And, Jimmy, the four All-Stars you know, are all wonderful players in their own right. 
But you take Andre Iguodala off of that team, and they would not be the same team. So here's a fifth guy that we're talking about who, who's uh, – at one point Steve Kerr used the term babysitter. That when Iguodala's in the game, it's like the babysitter's there and everything's good. And when he's not, then things can get out of control. They can get kind of helter-skelter because the babysitter turns away or starts to look at her phone, and the kids take advantage. And so he, he's really an important part of this, and especially defensively, he can guard all those guys. So, yeah, they're, they're really stinking good. And I think people are just kind of realizing, because they didn't show it during the regular season, was it not just injuries, but just that overall malaise that they had. They just weren't into it. Well, guess what? They're into it. <laughs> <laughs> they are. And it, it, so you look at this series, you said maybe the Rockets get a game, fast forward to the final, Celtics, Cavs, whoever it is. If I put the over-under for losses the rest of the way for the Warriors at one and a half, where are you going? Um, I'm going to go over that just because I think they could lose they could lose one in this series, and they could lose one in the next series. And maybe they could lose two in the next series. I don't know. LeBron's capable of things. I mean, I just laugh at the people who, who were shocked and, and dismayed that the Cavs lost game one in the fashion they lost it. They didn't need game one. And LeBron realized early that was not going to be their night, and he conserved energy. And the thing about the way the schedule is, if you really look at it, there are big breaks, but there's not one between games one and two. There's only one day off between one and two. So for him to really be sharp in game two, he needed to cruise in game one, and he did. And if they get that second game in Boston, it tilts the, the whole series in their favor, and then you got like four days off before game three. And, and then the finals, I think there's only one time in the whole finals where they play two games in three nights. <laughs> All the rest of them, there's at least two nights in between. So that sets up very well for LeBron. They got to get past Boston. I think that that, that could be an entertaining series, but um, and and I think Boston could give the Warriors more of a game than Cleveland would, or more of a series than Cleveland would. Obviously, they don't have LeBron, but they have a good team. They have a very good coach, and I just think that that they would try to find ways to scheme the Warriors in ways that the Cavs either can't or won't. You just referenced something, and I wanted to grab your opinion on this, John. Very good coach. He did not even get a vote for coach of the year for this past season in the NBA. How does that happen? What What are we missing here? I, you know, I don't know. For, I mean, if it was the media, that that would be a little more. I would I would be a little more outraged. But it really it is. It is, it's the coaches that vote on that. Yeah. So I think everybody knows that everyone in that league can coach to some degree. And you're going to have years where you have a good year, and you're going to have years where you don't. And I think people wanted to give Dwayne Casey the credit for what he's done up there, which I think in 20 years when people look back on the Raptors, not that anybody would, but if somebody does, <laughs> they're going to say, wow. That guy won a lot of games with a really average team. And, and nobody else will come close at, to, to what he's done. I and mean, that team was, was un, they, they just they couldn't compete. And mentally they were shot. And I guess you could blame him for that. But um, people say, wow, they got swept. Well, they lost two games that were just heartbreakers. And that's, that's a sweep, but it's not a blowout 
of a of a series. Right. And I, I was disappointed that, that the Raptors gave up on him. I thought, you know, get him some big men and, and maybe get him a guard with guts because I don't think either of those other guys, DeRozan and Lowry, they're just not big-time time players. So, but I'm a little jaded because I watch the Warriors a lot. <laughs> Very true. You get to see <laughs> some really, really good basketball. Hey, John, out of time for today. We'll be talking to you, know, though, uh, much more in the coming weeks. Thanks, as always, for joining us today. <laughs> we better hurry. You know, yes, this, yes. This whole thing's not going to last right. that long, I don't think. Well, they, they, they like right. to stretch it out. They're doing a good job of that and getting us into June, which we appreciate. We appreciate you. Thanks, John. Thanks, buddy. John Cannon joining us, NBA blogger, talking the world of the NBA playoffs. Game two tonight, Brinson. You're pumped yeah. up about this one, I know. I am pumped up because I don't see this one being a blowout like game one. I think John hit the nail on the head uh, where he talked about LeBron was resting a little bit, just trying to ease through, and he'll be uh, on fire tonight. But the key, Trent, you got to get Kevin Love going. you got to get Kyle Korver going. He's got to have help. LeBron James cannot do it by himself. Hour number one in the book. Second hour coming up next. We got John Bonacamp stopping by talking Hawkeyes and Brian Orelko from the Iowa Gaming Commission. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Sponsored by Dell. During Small Business Month, Dell is offering up to 40% off select PCs with 8th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877 by dell to speak with a small business technology advisor today. 
Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. It's time for some straight talk. Using your phone, yeah, the one right in your hand, could cost up to 30% less every month. Got your attention, don't I? With Straight Talk's Bring Your Own Phone SIM Kit, you can keep that phone, your same 4G LTE network and number, but pay less. The ultimate unlimited plan is just 55 bucks a month. Straight Talk Wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Video typically streams at DVD quality. A month equals 30 days. At 60 gigabytes, we may review accounts for violations of terms and conditions found at straighttalk.com. Hi, Tom Bodet with a message for our military friends on Libo. Next time you're Oscar Mike, grab your Alice and beat feet just a few clicks down the road to Motel 6. Here you can bunk for buku savings. In fact, these low prices are so Sierra Hotel, you'll be more at ease when you're at ease. So even if your ETA is O-Dark 30, Motel 6 has always got your, well, your 6. Book online at motel6.com. Bodet out. The United States Track and Field Outdoor Championships are returning to Des Moines June 21st through the 24th. Over 1,000 of the best track and field athletes from across the country will compete at the historic Blue Oval at Drake Stadium. Get in on the action. Purchase tickets at draketicks.com slash USATF and find volunteer opportunities at catchdesmoines.com. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian 